guys, welcome back to Love on the Line. We are so excited to be back in your ears this week. It's Tam. And it's Phoebes. We've had such a good week reflecting on our last episode. Tammy, how's the feedback been? It has been great. We're in the thick of it with all of our listeners this week. Everyone's been messaging saying they were super rebuked, super convicted and confronted with what gossiping and venting actually are, which is great. A hundred percent. It was so cool and really encouraging to see everyone had very similar responses as us. Um, And we're all kind of going through the thick of it together, which is cool. And because we are all going through the thick of it together, Phoebes and I are just going to do a quick life check-in with you guys, letting you guys know where we're at. Um, But we'd also encourage you to have this check-in with one of your friends today and just ask them how they're going. So Phoebe, how are you going, my love? (gasps) <gasps> we'll start on a low and on a high. Um, no, I'm okay. Phoebe's mental health is not amazing. It's been pretty crap the last, like, mm, I'd say two months <laughs> since the pod. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> the pod has helped my mental health, if anything. Um, no, I don't know. It's just being very blunt and very open because I think mental health is a huge taboo and I don't... It is in my life as well. So I think if I can help people by talking about it, that's good. But um, my PTSD has been very challenging and very take, kind of taking over everything. Um, and to be honest, it's just been very painful and really getting in the way of uni, friendships, life. Um, so, yeah, so that's not been incredible and that's kind of yeah filtered into everything else but I will say this time struggling with all this kind of stuff um I've been a lot more hopeful than I have in previous times there's been a lot less fear and uncertainty it's a lot more about okay I know this is just for now it will get better it just probably will take a bit longer Oh, Phoebes, we are right there with you we love you we're praying for you and You got it, man. You're doing all the right things. Um, I would say, I was thinking about this at church. I think there are some things in my life right now that probably just feel a bit bigger than God, which, oh my gosh, I bet you've never heard a Christian say that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just to be completely honest, yeah, there are just some things where I'm like, oh, I know I can go to God with this. I haven't because I just, I don't really know what to do about it, but yeah, just some of those big life things. But other than that, um, there's just so much to look forward to. And I'm so looking forward to the rest of the year panning out. Like uni's been relatively easy. There's a lot, but it's been easy. Um, I'm going to Melbourne this month. I'm hopefully going to Hawaii and to visit my sister in San Fran and then family reunion, South Africa, Europe. Like it's all happening. So I'm really excited for that. Um Random question, Phoebes, that I was thinking about in the car today. If you could, you know how they do those questions? If you could have one person at dinner, alive or dead at your dinner party. Fun, but lame. Who wants to have dinner? If you could have one person, alive, dead, mythical, whatever, in your labor and delivery room, delivering your child, who would it be and why? In a very practical way, Edward Scissorhands can give me a cute little C-section. I feel like he'd be quick, 
he'd be good. He like no stuffing around and looks like Johnny Depp. Not mad about it. Honestly, might as well get Captain Heck and Hook in the labor and delivery as well. I could not think of anything more painful. You're already pushing out a watermelon out of your hoo-ha, let alone Edward just coming a chop, chop, chop. <laughs> hey, Captain Hook is a great op as well. He can just like get the umbilical cord, loop it up. <laughs> it's a great time. And they'd be so just like get to the point. Like, let's not string this out any longer than it needs to. And we're sorted. <laughs> what about you? Your labor and delivery is going to be horrendously messy. <laughs> um, for me, I don't know. Hey, probably I think it would be so funny having The Rock deliver my baby. Like, he's so big. Or like Jason Momoa. Like, I would not mind him delivering my baby. <laughs> so... I feel like The Rock would be so encouraging as well. Like... I- Oh, it wasn't him. It was Chris Hemsworth. Oh my gosh, I'd have Chris Hemsworth because there's that video that went around about him being like, hey, you, you're doing great. You're doing amazing things. And it was this encouraging, like little inspirational talk. Oh my gosh. Imagine Chris Hemsworth. I feel like he'd be so good. I just imagine The Rock, as you know, that movie Up with the police officer where he like cries and then he sucks his, t- not Up, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, where the police officer sucks his tears back up, that will be the rock. He'll be like, pull yourself together, Tim. Like, it would be incredible. He'd be the best. I love him. Oh, dream man, honestly. I know. I was glad you didn't say someone like Hitler or something. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's the go-to answer for people. It actually is. Like, it would be interesting. Like, people always say, like, Hitler, Jesus, and someone else to have a dinner. But nah, I got I to gotta keep it quick. Got to keep it simple. Just get the baby out of me. That's all I need. Like Jesus would be great. No doubt about it. But like a bit of spice from the rock from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> oh my gosh, your poor vagina. No, it would be C-section. So that's like tummy? Tummy? No, it's your bum. Yes, it's your tummy. <laughs> I don't know if it was a bit lower. Yeah. No. Would you want a C-section? Um, I think I'm going to do natural, but I'm going to do epidural all the way. Give me all the drugs. Knock me out. I literally couldn't care less. Get the baby out of me. Limited scars. I'm good to go. What about you? Mm, I'm a bit hippie in that, like, I don't know. You know this. I don't really believe in Panadol. Like, unless I, or like pain medication, unless I'm dying. I'm just like, because think about it. You get your period seven days every month. That's a lot of Panadol from the age of 14 that it then doesn't start to be as effective so that's my take but then when it comes to having a baby I don't even I don't want to see it I don't want to feel it I want nothing knock me out and then give me motherhood I'm so I'm opposite like I want all of the drugs but credit to all the moms who have c-sections because my mom had a c-section and you just can't really like hold your baby properly and like you got to take care of a, a huge surgery scar and a newborn it's insane I know. Honestly, credit to any mother in general, whether it's adoptive, IVF, anything. It's freaking hard work. But um, no, I just pers- – I mean, literally, who knows? I could have a water birth. Who knows what I'll be up to? Oh, my gosh. But I'm just thinking it's going to be so painful. Like, the tearing freaks me out. I hate all body stuff. And, all like, I can't watch Bondi Rescue, can't watch doctor shows. It just freaks me out. It makes me so, like, squeamish. Um, the fact I'm going to have to birth a human and... T- uh. You would hate one born every minute. <gasps> 
Because they like show everything. Least favorite show. Every time I watch Google, like Gogglebox and they react to it, I like skip through. I can't. Ugh, I can't. I love watching those shows. I find it so fascinating. I hope by the time we have kids, you just click. But I also don't want to be having kids in 30 years. But I, because that's when technology is just going to be evolved. I want children in like five years. Oh, I thought you meant like in the next 30 years, you don't want kids. And I'm like, Tammy, at like 60, pushing out the babes. I get it. Yummy mummy. But one of the girls at my church, she had a baby. And then in a week, she came to um, our church recording for music. And like out there, like arms up. I'm like, oh my gosh, you just had major surgery and you're at church like praising the lamb i just oh what a woman women are phenomenal i'm obsessed we are phenomenal and we can do huge things anything really women get it done which is why this week our topic is bucket list we are keen i'm so excited to chat about my bucket list that was such a sexy transition i'm obsessed yes bucket list we okay First of all, before we even get into it, have you heard the conspiracy theory about bucket list going around at the moment? No? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I heard this like a few weeks ago. So it's so funny. But um, there was a movie that came out, I want to say in like 2008 um, or maybe a bit earlier called The Bucket List. And apparently that's where the term bucket list comes from. And there was no such thing as a bucket list before that. No, I think there was. Surely. That's the one with Morgan Freeman in it, right? Yeah. So people I follow like on YouTube and stuff, they've all been asking their parents like, oh, did you guys have the term bucket list when you were growing up? And they all said no. I'm just having a cheeky Google because I'm like, is this right? I think you are right because it's saying that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. How nuts. So there still would have been like lists and goals and whatever but the actual thing of like a bucket list is recent since that and comes from that movie i think okay because my thing is is that the term kick the bucket has been around for a while so but that's where i think then the phrase was popularized with the movie like your bucket list yes i reckon the movie created like the people who created the movie created it from that and just made up this concept because so many movies that make up concepts like that um but yeah, how interesting. Yeah, I do think it's a crazy concept, though. I asked everyone in our staff room today, like, if they believe in a bucket list and everyone was so excited, they were like, yes, I believe in it. But then I was also asking, do you need to achieve everything on your bucket list for, like, your life to be fulfilled or before you die? And they said no, which I thought was interesting because I would think that's the whole purpose. I think so, but at the same time, I think it's more... If you go through life without having goals or ambitions, what are you striving for? Do you know what I mean? Especially for um, people who don't believe in like an afterlife or things happening beyond death. Um, It's kind of like, well, what's the point? And making the most out of your time here. We're only on earth a short amount of time. So I think it is just very like to keep you driven, to keep you working for something. Um, But at the same time, I think it is really cool if we do get a lot of the stuff done. Yeah, true. And because then I think, oh, I always used to think a bucket list was like outrageous things. But then now, as we're getting so old, um, I think of things that they need to be more achievable so that I can actually complete my bucket list. But there are some things that are in my wildest imagination that I'd love to happen. So I don't know. Do you reckon that's kind of sad, though, that we like the older we get, like the 
less, not the less, but the smaller our dreams get. All right, Debbie Downer. No, it's true. I think we just become more realistic. It's a bit unrelated, actually. We were When I was in Queensland, we were saying, oh, we want to go to like movie world and go on all the rides. And when I was younger, I was like, oh my gosh, get me on all the rides. Like, let me go upside down, all that stuff. And now I'm like, oh, I'm a bit scared. What if the ride gets stuck? Or what if like I fall out and then you... I don't know. You know, you don't have that innocence anymore. You're just a bit more realistic. I know, but I feel like that's sad. I feel like we should kind of dream more. Um, and that was an, actually an encouragement my friend got at Bible study this week. Um, just to like dream big because what like, yeah, you might be a bit disappointed, but also I think being too realistic too much robs a lot of joy. So I feel like if you have a bucket list, add the outrageous stuff in, like add the huge dreams and huge goals in because, yeah, you might not reach it, but like, so what? Do you know what I mean? It's still just a bit of fun and something to look forward to. What's the corny phrase? It's like, reach for the moon and if you don't land, you'll fall among the stars. Pretty much. You almost got it there. <laughs> but yes. Dream big, Phoebes. Dream big big oh dear anyway um what what do you reckon your bucket list is mostly concocted of is it outrageous stuff like realistic stuff like family marriage that kind of thing or like a mixture funny you say that because I don't actually think my bucket list includes things like family marriage kind of life like the normal stepping stones of life of like get a job, have a husband, have five kids, have a house, like all that stuff. I know five kids ripped my vagina. Um, But I think because I just, maybe it's, I don't know. I just naturally trust that that's going to happen for me because I don't know. I hope that happens, but that's not on my bucket list. My bucket list is lots of like experiences and like, yeah, just things to do rather than achieve if that makes sense. Yeah. What is the definition for a bucket list though? Is it things we want to achieve or is it things you want to do? I'm going to look it up. I don't know. I think that's probably the, everyone differs on that because I think it's things you do. Cause I think goals are what you achieve. <gasps> Guess what? It's both. <laughs> it is a number of experiences or achievements that a person hopes to have or accomplish during their lifetime. Nice. Yeah. I like to think of goals as what I can achieve. And bucket list of things I'd like to do. Because I think goals, I don't know, it has a, your mindset around a goal and a bucket list are different. Because my goals, I'm like, I have five year goals and 10 year goals, but my bucket list is just when I'm dead. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's fair. Because I have some like big goals that I'm like, I do want to achieve and I do see myself achieving and like smart goals, like putting in steps to make them a thing. Um, But I guess you can put them on your bucket list as well. Like it's because you do want to achieve it at some point unless there is a specific time frame on them Mm. has there been any that you have ticked off on your bucket list already I moved out I've always wanted to live with friends um before I got married and I thought that'd be so fun and I actually got to do that when I was 18 I moved out of home when I was 18 with like four girlfriends um and that was like a year just over a year and I moved in with some other people which was not as fun but um yeah that was something that I've always wanted to do and I'm really grateful I've had that experience so even though it didn't last super long it was still something that I got to tick off had a great time learned so much in regards to moving out of home paying rent paying bills um being a bit more independent um yeah so that was a good one 
That is fun. I think mine is, yeah, with friends as well. Obviously, this is ongoing, but you know when you're like little and you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to have a holiday with my best friend or like get to travel with my friends. So I've definitely done a fair bit of that and also am going to do a fair bit of that. So that's like ongoing. The other one is teaching the Solomons, which I've already done, but I'd like to teach in the Solomons for a much more extended period of time. So also kind of ongoing. Do you have any more? I think the potty's been fun. Like that was definitely something I've always wanted to do, but felt like I never could. But also I never wanted to do by myself because what do you do? Just talk by yourself for ages. Um, So it's been cool. That's been something fun to tick off for this. I'm assuming you had the same. I did. Imagine just talking to yourself like, hey, Phoebes, what's some of your bucket list things? Oh, funny you asked that, Phoebes. Um, I've always wanted to do a podcast. That's funny. Well, oh, my other one is getting a matching tattoo with someone and I've done both. I've done a matching tattoo with my sister. I have two rings on my, um, what's that thing called? My wrist. And my sister has two rings on her ankle. And I'm always like, if we fight, I'm turning it into the Olympic rings or Audi rings. But there's only still two we're all good the other one is it was such a rash decision um my best friend alicia of like eight years we have matching arrows and she is such a chicken like alicia was a bit vanilla before she met me i'm so gonna say that like i bring the spice she's spicy now too like she has so many tats um but yeah we were just at hawk's nest and then we're driving home literally three hours before work and we're both like let's just go get tattoos so that was fun that's so freaking cute. I love that. Come on, you just bagged Alicia out of the pod. And she's such a big fan of ours. <laughs> I hate that. She is our biggest supporter, but she knows it's true. She knows it's true. We love you, Alicia. I love that. Is there anything um, on your bucket list that you do like this year, do you reckon? Oh, yeah, actually, I'm looking through and I'm like, absolutely not. Um, So if you know and you're friends with Phoebe and I, you know that we're two of the most impulsive people in the world. During lockdown, we spent $200 on these stupid roller skates. How many times have we been, Tim? Once. (laughs) And it wasn't even on the road or the ground. It was on the soft floor at the Bernie Mullane playground for the children. And I nearly fell over on my actual bum. And it was just such a waste of money. But I'm determined this year we're going to be those people roller skating down the Bondi stretch. Like we just we have to do it. It was so much money. It was too much money to not do it. And we kept saying, because we went to Byron in December. And we were like, we're going to do it in Byron. We're going to be so cute. F me. We literally have been once and we fell on our butts the entire time. All we did was film TikTok standing in roller skates. It was so pathetic. (laughs) It was actually awful. And we just haven't been again. And now I'm like, oh, it's raining. It's winter. And then it's going to be like, oh, I'm 45. Like, I can't roller skate. I think I asked you like a week ago and you're like, I've hurt my knee. And I was like, fair enough. It was a big injury, but we just, we need to go. We need to go to a car park. We need to just put on some pads, a helmet, strap up and then actually try. I think that's my thing. I don't want to look like an idiot. Like I just want to go no pads, no helmet. I just, ew. Like I want to be good at something immediately. It's like riding a bike in the hills. I'm not going to wear a helmet. That's against the law. But like you look stupid with a helmet on. Yeah, how embarrassing. I'd give myself the ick if I was wearing a helmet. Oh, 
I know I need to be less about the aesthetic and more about the experience because it, it, it was really fun when we went only because I fell but it's fun so we, sh- we need to do it that's what I want to do this year I know the adrenaline was amazing what about you any that you can achieve this year something that I want to do in the next year so January next year um I want to get me and my sister for her 18th birthday the matching forever bracelets it's just really cute something like and they're very dainty and pretty and just something we can kind of have forever and for our 18th I feel like that's really cute those are so cute I see them all over um my tiktok they're adorable pretty cute pretty special. okay before we get to the outrageous ones which are my favorite what are some of the things that you'd want to do in the next 10 years that you reckon you could probably tick off on the bucket list I really want to go on like a lion safari I lion's my favorite animal um and I just have always always wanted to do it I'm terrified but and they're so expensive but I'd love to do that another one I don't know about 10 years that might be pushing it a little bit but I'd love to have like a coffee in every continent I just thought that'd be so cool because I love coffee. And then it's kind of like a cute little thing to be like, I've had a coffee at every continent. Don't know how it's going to work with like Antarctica, but we'll figure that out. That is cool. Well, we might be going back to South Africa in April next year and I want to do a safari as well. So we can take Tony back to his mud hut. Like he'll show you everything in Zambia. I want to see the cats. <laughs> if you don't, no one else is going to know what I mean, but I want to see the cats. For reference, not being racist at all, my dad is from Zambia, like, mum's from rich white South Africa. Together they made milk chocolate tam and mel. Like, that's just how it happened. We lived there until, like, 10 years ago or something. So, yes, we will be going back home next year, April, hopefully. So feel free to come on the little safari. And the coffee thing's cute. That is very cute. But then which country in the continent? That's the thing. I feel like it can just be a bit of a tick. Like I've already had one in Australia. So in that Oceania. So I'd go to New Zealand and have one there. Um, Asia. Oh my gosh. Where do I want to go? This is, this is the next thing. I've got to tick off where I want to go. I'll be going to America at the end of this year. So I can tick that off. Um, yeah, I don't know. You should do it in the coffee capital of each continent because you know how Melbourne's known for really good coffee. So you should have a coffee in Melbourne and then, um, I don't know, another in South America, like Colombia or Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? That's a very good idea. It just makes it even like more special. I like that. Do you have any like travel related ones in the next 10 years? Oh, they're like all travel. Hey, um, what will we be in 10 years? We'll be Ew, it will be 31. Um, that's insane. I think travel, I love to do this for my 25th, book out a villa in Bali for me and my friends and just live it up for a week. I'll start saving now. Um, I'm assuming Kardashian vibes. So I'll, I'll open a new account, but that's so fun. Absolutely. It's actually not that expensive, but I just feel like we're too young, wild and free to just like really lap up the luxury in Bali. And so, yeah, I'd love to do that. Probably go to India. That's so, for some reason that's like been on my list. Um, go to India. You know, when they have that color festival, I'd love to go and do that. Um, The other two is for at least a year, live or six months, live in Italy and live in Greece. 
That's so fun. I saw this TikTok once that was saying, um, pick a year in your 20s where you just live in a different place. I don't know if she said for a week or a month or something like that. Um, I think it was a month. And then you just work nannying or doing any other jobs like that. Um, because it's a year in your 20s, like such a good time to do it. Um, so maybe you could do that. That could be pretty cool. Yeah, I know we say like, oh, like... I want to be married and I want to have a full-time job and like we're getting old but we're actually not I'm realizing more and more when I'm planning the next two years like how young we are and that it's such a good time to do it so I'm on exchange next year for six months I might just go and live in Italy for a month like how heckin cool does that sound that's insane you're just gonna have the best memories you're gonna meet a beautiful Italian man he's gonna make you espressos on his mouth oh on his balcony like oh Honestly, I'll be a stay-at-home mom stomping on them grapes in the villa. (laughs) I'm excited. I mean, to be honest, I think we're all such dreamers now with travel because COVID's just really locked us away. I just bought my flights to Dallas for the end of this year, which is really exciting. Not for my bank account, but um, I'm also... But so much of me is still on edge that I'm not going to get there because... COVID's a big thing and I just oh I just want to see everything I've never been to America you're obviously going to America in a few months so I just want to get out of Australia honestly even I was in the city the other day I was like oh gosh I'm excited to leave the hills because I don't like there are other people who don't live in the hills who listen to this the hills is beautiful perfect ideal suburbia like if you've watched um Desperate Housewives like Wisteria Lane without the batshit crazy women um well maybe they are here to be honest but it's just perfect like I love the hills for family but as a young person I can't wait like I just love walking around the city or going to the beach it's just another country I'm so keen for sure I think I'd retire in the hills like it's a good place to settle down good locals good community but it's very much like Lorna Jane and um Range Rover mum vibes and that's great for people that want that but right now I think we're both Yeah, very much itching to get out. I also am in the firm belief that we're all actually two years younger than we are right now because of COVID. One of my friends is 26 and she's like, I feel so old going to the club. I'm like, no, you're 24. You're 24. COVID like took two years away. Right. And that's the thing. People are always like, oh, you haven't really traveled that much or done much as a like 21 year old. I'm like, I haven't been able to. I've been locked up for two and a half years. But yeah, so hopefully... Things will go to plan, people keep being safe and vaccinated and we can actually see more of the world as we're young. What about those like outrageous ones? Like not too outrageous, but some of them that you're just like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. I think outrageously, I'd love to just, you know, have a bit of watermelon sugar with Harry Styles. Absolutely, I would love to join that watermelon sugar moment. What the hell? Yes, that's so good. Right? I've just been in love with this man since I was like 11 and he is so beautiful, so cool. Like who wouldn't turn down Cheeky Kiss with Harry Styles? I mean, just even a date, a coffee, just like, but also anyway, would just be a great experience. I'd love a bit more than a kiss from Harry, to be honest. I feel like I jumped on the train late because I didn't even book his tour when he was supposed to be coming here. So I was so glad that he cancelled because now I'm obsessed. Like his new song, On Repeats, probably in my number one Spotify rap already. 
he, I love his new song. It is great. Um, yeah. Well, I was living in London at the time that he was on X Factor. So we were all huge X Factor fans. So we'd have viewing parties every week with our neighbors. I made a little, I wish I kept it. I made a little A4 paper, um, like sign saying One Direction. I brought it to my neighbor's house and we watched the final. Um, so yeah, huge fan since day one. Love him. Um, my friends, like my best friend's sister actually met him when he was an X Factor and has a photo, a blurry Blackberry photo with him. And I'm so jealous, but yeah, it's so cool. Not the Blackberry. What a time. My friend was in London and they just had those like pop-up museums. And then he just walked in and she, um, it was so cool. She was like sending a snap video to her friend. I've been like, oh my gosh, this museum's cool. And then her face just drops and she was like, Harry is in the room. Like, how cool. But, okay, you said signs. If you, okay, your dream concert you'd go to, what sign would you, what would you write on the sign to get this person's person's attention? How would I get Harry's attention? Um, It would have to be something, like, so outrageous. But I don't want to, like, be gross. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. What would you say? My auntie, there's this like um, Italian singer and she once got him to like sign her boobs because she flashed them. So I reckon that's what I would do. I'd probably just flash Harry. But my dream concert, I'm going in September, is Billie Eilish. And so I'm like, how do I get Billie to notice me? Like, do I be like, hey, like, let's just be friends. Or do I be like... Here's my titties. <laughs> I don't know if Billy's going to appreciate the flashing as much, um, but I think you have to do something big to get these artists' attention because, oh my gosh, you had a fan fiction I read as a child about Harry Styles. I'm going to out myself. Um, and it would be like, oh, I was the quirky girl standing at the back reading a book at the concert and I got pulled backstage because he saw me just like being different. And he said, oh my gosh, you're not crazy like the other girls. You can't, you can't be sitting there pretending you don't like them. It doesn't work. Do you need a towel right now? Ew. I can't believe you read fan fiction. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course. I read the bad boy Harry one, the boy next door Harry one. I'm fully being 100% honest. Isn't that um movie that came out about Harry Styles? Yeah. After. The After series was originally Harry Styles fan fiction. And so it's, yeah. Yeah. It was a great time. Actually, after was the one I couldn't get into because it was too well written. Because I was like 13 and I was like, I just need to know the story straight away. Just let me know what's happening. It was all like, oh my gosh, there would be ones. This is so funny. Where the storyline was like, your mum sold you to One Direction. (laughs) And they like owned you. And there was a bit Stockholm Syndrome. Bro, you do not understand that subjects and the like subgenres in fan fiction it was insane that's literally modern slavery i can't believe you're a fan fiction girl i remember in high school there's like some odd people bless them would like read fan fiction in class you know when there's like silent reading time and they're like on reddit and i was like this is daylight porn and you're watching it in class well you're reading it in class aren't you Oh dear. See, I'd read like the Tumblr ones that would just be like a one post thing. Still like not the best. But hey, just some creative writing. That's probably why I'm a creative writer now. Just like the writing prompts. 
Yes, but on the topic of celebrities, I think one of my outrageous ones would just be going to a celebrity party. Like one of those parties where you're not allowed your phones, you sign NDAs. Like I want to know what those are. That would be so fun. A party I would have loved to go to back in the day before she was cancelled. Ellen DeGeneres. I feel like she would have had the most incredible people at her parties. I didn't even realise she was cancelled, lol. No one likes Ellen anymore. I don't think I ever really watched her. We were an Oprah household, I think. Like, and you get a car, and you get a car. Her parties would be great. (gasps) Is she even a thing anymore, though? Like, I feel like she's fizzled out. I don't reckon. I would want to go to a Kris Jenner party because (gasps) that woman, I, oh, the new Kardashian show is coming out this month. And I'm, I just love the Kardashians. They're so cool. I'd love to go to that kind of party. Like, even just seeing their baby showers and how extravagant they are. I think a really outrageous one that I have, I don't know if I'm ever going to achieve it, but just to close all of my rings on my Apple Watch for a month straight, (laughs) I would love to do that. Do you know I was really sad? I was looking at my Apple Watch history in like June and July last year when we were in lockdown. I was going on walks every day and they were like all closed and all like beautiful, all the colors. And now I can barely close one and I'm like, this sucks. It's a rough go. I think the one I always close is my standing goal. Well, we work in childcare, so like that's where I mostly get it. I think one of my um like fitness bucket list ones is lol this is so funny because i'm literally so not fit i've run twice in my life um but to run a marathon i feel like that'd be such a huge achievement i think so too that's something i've always seen especially seeing my friend um do spartan i literally was like that is such a huge achievement like physically but also mentally i'm similar i'd love to do a triathlon though i feel like that would be so rewarding because you're doing all three Absolutely not. I cannot swim for the life of me. I'd be drowning. I'll do the cycle part. You can do the rest. I'll do running and swimming. And then we've ticked the wall, all the boxes. Um, I think me and you should do Spartan next year, though. Just the 6K one, not the 21K. But if we trained properly now, I reckon we'd have so much fun. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I think we maybe need to start with like a color run. And then we can work our way up to Spartan. I think so. That'd be so fun, though. Do you have any that are like life goals, life achievement that isn't like out of reach, but it would be a big achievable thing? I think one of them, this is like my dream. I talk about it every day. I would love to own a house in the beaches in Sydney. That's my dream. So after I finish my degree, like I'd love to move to Mossman, Northern Beaches vibes. Um, And also I want to get my PhD in something just because I can like, how good's the Australian education system that I can just get my PhD? What about you? It is pretty cool. Like even, you know, we knew someone who was a doctor in music. Ed Sheeran's a doctor in music. How cool. Taylor Swift actually got her, like, her doctorate at from a university for being musical. But she didn't study. <laughs> Imagine being that talented. Her songwriting is very impressive, though. Um, my biggest biggest goal um that I actually have a clear vision for that I would love to do and can see myself doing would be I'd love to build a school in a developing country I've spoken about this before um I'd also like just love to teach in a developing country but um yeah just building my own school would be incredible it would be a very good life goal this one this other one's a bit outrageous but 
it would just be so great if it happened and it's something I think about all the time I'd love to be able to buy my mama house as well like I think about it all the time I'm like oh I just wish I was like rich and famous so I could buy her a house <laughs> because I don't know you know when your mom's just done so much for you and you you just want to like really give her something big and a big gesture but also don't think that's gonna be possible but it's there it's there that's so wholesome i literally have that on my list buy my parents something extravagant like a house cute I'm on our teacher salary i just don't think it's possible but we can dream dream big <laughs> what is the last thing on your bucket list Oh, can I say two? I want to say two. One, so outrageous. I want to ride an ostrich because yeehaw, I think it'd be a fun time for the girls. Okay, my last one, which is one the one that's on everyone's list that we kind of skipped over. I want to skydive so badly. That could be super fun. I'm terrified of heights, but for some reason, I think that's why it's on my bucket list. And I, I want to jump out of a plane. You can push me out, honestly. I will 100% push you out of the plane. No issues. See you later. Conquering the fears. All for the photo and the experience. I think I've got one, which is really random, but I'd love to have my own, not clothing line, but just like maybe collab with like a brand I love just because I love my favorite thing right now is to go on Pinterest and add my favorite outfits, my little board. And so I think just having my own little pick of things like Tina's just done one with Tina from Love Island has just done one with Shopo where she just has her favorite pieces and changes them a little bit. I'd love to do something like that. That would be very cool. And also, you won't look cute skydiving. Everyone looks like an absolute rat. But we should do that. We should actually do that for Christmas. I'm not going to be here, but um, and neither are you. So I don't understand where you think that's from. Maybe for my 22nd or your 22nd, we'll do a little, a little skydive trip. Would you actually let me push you? I think so, because I honestly don't think I'd jump out. But also, we're strapped to instructors. I will become a skydive instructor just for the fact of I can push us out. <laughs> I'm terrified. But also, yeah, that would be so much fun. What heights, like, what's other things that you just wouldn't do? I'd never do the Harbour Bridge climb, ever, ever, ever. Really? But it's so pretty. I think with heights, I love roller coasters. But if I feel like I'm in charge of myself that's when I'm terrified so treetops like bridges like that kind of heights absolutely not but whereas if I'm strapped in I feel fine also strap yourselves in guys I know this is going to be rough news to hear but we are taking a break not because we hate each other but because it is mid-sem break and we are just about ready to kick up our feet and drink a little pina colada Absolutely. As much as we love doing this every single week, I think we just want to ensure that every single week we can bring the best content and the best energy to you guys and to avoid burnout. You know, uni's busy, work's busy, life's busy. Um, we want to just take a little break, get very refreshed, see our friends, hang out um, without recording the pod or being at work. Um, and then we can come back to you in a few weeks time with some really good content and ideas. So if you have anything you'd want to hear about, let us know. We've got a few ideas already, but we're so excited. We are nine episodes deep into Love on the Line and it's been an absolute roller coaster. Technical difficulties, so much love from you guys, so many life updates, but we've loved sharing it with you guys. We love our little community that we're creating and we are smashing goals left, right and center. So we're excited to just have a bit of R&R. &R. 
Um, but we will be back better than ever and with some maybe featured guests. Absolutely. There's big things to come, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for our first nine episodes. Can't wait to see you for number 10. We'll keep you in the loop on our Instagram at Love on the Line Pod. Make sure you're rating our show and just sharing it around with all your friends. We love you guys. Have a great few weeks. Bye.